Welcome to the Women Majoring in Marriage podcast with your host, Janice L. Vance. Girl, if you are a married woman that desires not just to have a surviving marriage, you know, the kind that's just on cruise control, but actually want a thriving marriage, you are in the right place. If you are engaged, this show can inspire you to prepare for your marriage before preparing for that expensive wedding day. Oh, and all my single ladies out there that are in their season of waiting on God to send your husband, we've got something for you as well. Girl, marriage is not hard, but it certainly is work. So relax, get your pen and paper, and let us major in marriage. Well, hello, hello, and welcome to all my queens to episode number three with yours truly, Janice Vance with Women Majoring in Marriage podcast. I want to thank each of you for supporting me and hope you will tune in each second and fourth Wednesday of each month. This is my third episode, and I just appreciate so, so much support that I received on my first and second episode. Stay tuned as we dive deep into the subject for my single ladies. Hey, I know you ladies thought you single ladies thought I forgot you, forgotten all about you. But these podcasts will be for single, those that are married, and for those that are in their season of waiting on God to send their husband. We'll be talking all things family. We'll be talking finances. In the future, I plan on interviewing ladies that will be able to bring value to this to this podcast that will be able to help you and help us grow as women so you stay tuned we're gonna dive deep and we're gonna talk about tips for being in your season of waiting on god to send your husband notice ladies i said send god to sin not for you to go out there find him for God to send your husband, let him find you. I know that we no longer like waiting. We're living in a generation where everything is fast-paced. Microwave, instant pot, air fried, and so forth. We're going to talk about seven major points in your season of waiting. It's going to be good. Number one. Make sure you have gotten to know you. Wow, you. Ladies, single lady, engaged lady, make sure you know yourself. Make sure you know you. Do you know the girl in the mirror? Do you know what she really like? Do you know what she can really offer to a man as her husband? Do you know that girl? If you had to marry you, would you? There's something for you to think about. Number two, make sure you have healed from all past relationships, being that is from your childhood or adulthood. You will be so surprised of how many women are walking around with hurt and pain that relates to things that happened as a child. There are so many women suffering in silence. That is so dangerous, women. Talk to someone. 
Remember, you can't heal from what you do not reveal. You can't heal holding it in. Women, if you haven't gotten over past relationships, such as ex-husband, boyfriend, all you would do is bleed. Listen to me carefully. All you would do is bleed on your future husband. And he is not the one that cuts you. Sometimes we go through past relationships, divorce, hurt, or whatever. And we cover those things with staying busy, keeping my mind off. I've been hurt, but let me just move on. Let me just try to do this, do that, do that, do that. Have you had time to heal? Have you really, really gotten past that past relationship? Oh, he proposed to me. We were going to get married and he broke the mar- He broke the engagement off. Have you gotten over that? Or did you just hurry up and rush into another relationship? Or did you just say, oh, I'm just going to stay busy. I'm going to keep my mind off. I don't want, I don't want nothing to do to man. I'm just going to focus on God. And when that time comes, he'll send him. He'll send my husband to me. But in the meantime, I'm just going to be so busy until I don't even have time for myself. If that's you, you need to stop. And you need to slow down and heal. Take time to heal because you will be so busy. The man of God come along. You get married, and there you with all these boundaries and all these walls up because you haven't healed over what that other person did to you. Heal, ladies, heal. Heal, heal, heal. Don't cover it up. I promise you, you're going to eventually take it out on the next man. So heal, ladies. Number three, prepare for being a wife. Are you ready to give a man respect? You can't be selfish. Marriage is not for the faint in heart. At heart, marriage is work. You can't be selfish. You may have you may have had to be very independent as a single woman. And make all the decisions and control everything. In marriage, it cannot be that way. Are you ready? Are you ready to give that man respect? Are you ready to share responsibility? Not be selfish? And not all about you? And it all don't have to be all, everything have to go your way? Are you ready for that? Think about it. Number four. Single ladies. I can't stress this one enough. Stop being wives to men that haven't even asked you to be his wife. And to those that have been asked, stop taking on the wife role because he asked you to be his wife 10 years ago. Five years ago, 
But you all have, oh yeah, this is my fiance. I want to introduce to my fiance. I want to introduce to my fiance. This is my fiance. Oh yeah, we've been engaged 10 years. Oh yeah, this is my fiance. Stop taking on no wife roles. You have to give him something to long for. A man will respect you so much more when you have boundaries. When a man get ready to find his wife, he will not shop off the clearance rack for what has been marked down. So, single ladies, have high standards. We'll move, we'll move them, move them in our places. You just, you just learn them. You move them, moving them in. Some of you got your children calling them daddy. And you notice you got a lot of these women that get assistance, government assistance, which I don't put that down because that's a mean to a mean, hopefully, that you don't just get stuck in that state of always depending on the system. But they'll provide you with housing for a little nothing or nothing. And the first thing you do is move these men in the house with you. You have some standard. Have some boundaries. Respect yourself. Some of you have children, and you have these men in and out of the house. How do you think your little girl view you? Do you think that, oh, they're young, oh, they won't remember? You remember when you were little, right? Okay, the same thing with them. So have some... Have some boundary. Have some respect for yourself. You'll do all that and the man still won't marry. Y'all can shack up or cohabitate, whatever whatever little pretty name they want to call it. Y'all will do all of that and he still won't even ask you to be his wife. Oh, I'm... We we fine. I'm content. I um I'm content like this. I ain't in no hurry to get married. Be quiet. Stop lying to yourself. You want to be married. You want him to ask you. As soon as he asks you, you posting that hand up there on Facebook because you're so happy that he proposed to you. But you'll say, "Oh no, that's to make yourself feel good because he haven't asked you." You being a wife, you cooking, you cleaning, you washing his clothes, he driving your car. Ladies, 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 don't be so vulnerable. Have boundaries. Respect yourself. Have standards. Have high standards. Number five, do not ignore red flags i know you anxious and you have already written down what you expect from the man god send you make sure that your heart is pure and you are sincere in waiting on god sometimes he might appear to be everything you ever wanted and god has shown you that he is not the one Am I stepping on anybody's toes? Because you're so anxious, you look over all the red flags. 
The devil will deceive you and have you thinking that you can change him and make him to be the man you desire. Make sure he sincerely loves God. Because if not, you will have to always push him spiritually. You will always have to push him spiritually. We'll go, we'll, we'll go find a man, or if he found you because he asked to date you, don't mean God sent him to be your husband. And we get so anxious, oh yeah, this is him, this is him, this is, this is, this is the one, oh yeah, oh yeah. He doesn't go to church or half go to church. So you drag him into your church and you just smiling because you done found, you got your boo. He coming to church with you. He worshiping God with you. Oh, so you, for sure you know this is of God. This man was sent by God. He a praying man. He prays in church, but you never seen him pray. But he in church, he praying. You leave church, he go back to your house. Y'all live like married people. So, you got a God sent man. God sent this man. He a hard working man. He's a good looking man. He a man that wants something out of life. Oh, he is so different from that other man that I had in my life. He compliments me. Oh, he buy me nice things. Oh, he knows my love language. He knows my love language. So, you're married and then get angry because he lacked a prayer life and you have to push him to go to church when he, in reality, he wasn't doing this when you met him. Do as much background check as possible so you would not have to have to <clears throat> so you would not have to find out anything before you marry him. If he's not honest up front, then that is a lack of character and he will continue to not be honest. You should have those conversations. How many children you have? Three. Guess what the next question should be. Do you take care of them? Do you take care of them? Would you put on child support? Are you paying child support? Or are you making sure that you... you um, Give the woman something for these children. Do you see your children? Do you spend time with your children? These are the questions you need to ask. You need to know his relationship with those that mother or those mothers or whoever. Do you all get along? Have she moved on with her life? Is she dating somebody else? Have she got married? Do y'all do y'all co-parent good? Because people that co-parent good are mature people. 
they realize, hey, it didn't work with us, but we have these children and we're going to do whatever we can. So if you're a woman that have a problem with a man that have children, that's a red flag. You need to try to find you somebody that don't. Because if you don't love his children, you don't love him. No child is responsible for being here. And if a man accepts a, a woman that don't accept his children, that's not good. And if you know that he loves his children, he craves about you, and you feel some kind of way about those children, he gives them too much attention, he gives them, you, you need to move on. He might be a good father, but he might not be the man for you. He's a good father to his children. Oh, he loves them too much. All oh, the children, every time I look, his daughter all over him. Oh, I can't talk to him because uh, that daughter gets all his attention. If that bothers you, then that's an issue. That's when, that's when you need to talk and you need to move on. You need to move on. Number six, know your why. Why do you want to be a wife? Marriage is a covenant, not a contract. Let me say that again. Marriage is a covenant, not a contract. I know some people go in marriage. If it don't work, oh, well, I'll move on next. No. That's why we have so many uncontested, um, no-fault marriages that is from the enemy how you get a divorce and it's nobody fault that's when you both parties have decided you know we're just not compatible no he hadn't cheated on me that i know of i haven't cheated on him we just you know we're just different we just want different things in life we're just not compatible so you get a no-fault divorce. A no-fault divorce. It's somebody's fault. And if you ask women who've been married before, and if they were to be honest, they would say, yes, it was both our fault. Both of us, of us had something to do with it. Now, one might have been the one who initiated the problem, where there was a problem in your marriage. But because that person did something wrong or something you didn't like or whatever, you held your God up and you didn't continue to be the godly wife. You stayed there, but you wasn't giving your marriage your all, although you would say that you did. But you had this wall up. You cook them some food sometimes. You barely speak. No sex life or a half of a piece of a sex life. So there was nothing there. He started this, but you finished it. You, you, you finished it. Yeah, he did this, he did that. 
And I, I, oh, I gave my all. I did my everything. Did you all really sit down? Did you go to counseling? Did you sit down? Did you try to work on those issues? Because if you go to the other person, the other person's going to say it's your fault. And if someone asks you, you're going to say it was their fault. So everybody's going to find something wrong. And to be honest, I'm sure each person will be able to identify something that they could say, well, you know, I could have did this when it first started. This was this issue, but I I didn't like him anymore. I stayed there, but I didn't like him. And there was nothing there. There was no feeling, but we were just like roommates. So you didn't really work on your marriage. You just stayed there for the sake of saying you, that you were still married. Are you willing to love and cherish your husband in good times and the bad times? So many go into marriage with the concept. If it doesn't work, then I'll just move on. That's the wrong attitude to go into marriage, even thinking about a divorce or if it doesn't work or if, it, or if you don't like him or if it's not a bed of roses every day. Don't don't even go in don't even go into the marriage because you gonna be tested you gonna be tried there gonna be some season it's gonna rain it's gonna snow the sun gonna shine the flowers gonna bloom it's gonna be warm you're gonna go through those seasons but if you can't and not willing to go into your marriage with an open mind that I know, you know, it's not going to be a bed of roses, but I'm willing to fight for my marriage. I'm willing to give it my all. Then know your why. Why do you want to be married? So I'm tired of being single. I'm tired of having to make all the decisions. I'm tired of paying the bills by myself. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of that. I'm tired of being lonely. I want somebody to love on me. And it's and it and it's so strange. I was talking to someone the other day. It is so strange how the devil will how the devil will use sex. When you single, oh, that's all he wants you to think. Oh, I just want to cuddle up with somebody. I just want to have sex. Oh, I just want somebody to love on me. I just want somebody to do this, that. Oh, and you gotta constantly fight. You got to constantly fight that sex spirit. Some don't fight it. They just, hey, they just go ahead and have sex. And guess what? Then you're married. Guess what? You still fighting that sex spirit. Oh, I'm tired. Oh, all he want to do is have sex. Oh, I'm sleeping. Oh, my head hurting. Oh, oh, it's been, oh, it's been a month. We haven't had sex. Oh, let me just go and do it because it's my womanly duty as a wife. So you're still battling that sex spirit. All the single people thinking about sex, talking about sex, desiring sex, having sex. The married people don't even want to hear nothing about sex. Some of them do. Oh, child, uh, 
every two or three months found me every every blue moon found with me girl i heard from go to bed because I, I i be tired i be tired but it's it's something how single women they don't get tired they don't be tired that should tell you something how the enemy is very very tricky very very tricky so know your why don't marry just to have sex because if that's all your marriage is going to be built on you're going to be disappointed let me let me move on because i could just go deep and deep really i really could go deep into that know your why number seven don't allow people to rush you we sometimes get caught up in the biological clock saying i'm i'm a certain age and i need to be married oh all my friends can get married oh i need to hurry and get married because i want some children single ladies enjoy your singleness We have now, ladies, we have to talk about all these great points. But one thing I want to ask what are you bringing to the table? So many single women have this laundry list of what they expect from the man. Let me ask you again what do you, you have to bring to the table? Do you have your finances in order? You can't budget your money. You don't know where your money been spent. You need to pay bills, but you saw this dress on sale, so you went and bought that dress. Now you're behind on this bill and that bill. So when you get married, you're going to have more money. You're going to be more responsible, right? Do you know how to cook? Or are you just always driving up to the fast food restaurant, grabbing some? Come home, fix you a bowl of cereal. Do you keep your house clean? Are you ripping and running in the street every day? Ripping, running, going, doing. No, your house look a mess. Nobody lives there but you. Or it might be you. You might have a couple of children. Are you keeping the house clean and organized? You can't keep your laundry up. Now here come a husband. There's more laundry. Oh, but when I get a husband, oh, I'm oh I'm a I'm I'm a start. I'ma start cleaning up. I'ma start being organized. No. It's time for you to have something to bring to the table. Bring to the table. There are so many men that are discouraged by women that they don't cook, they don't clean up, they don't want to have sex, they just want to, they just want a roommate. But you were so desperate for a husband. So what do you have to bring to the table? What do you have to add to the marriage? Do you know how to dress like a lady? Act like a lady? Are you a praying woman, etc.? Be what you would want him to be to you. You want love and respect? I hope you can give him that. You want a hard worker? I hope you can give him that. You want a responsible man? I hope you can give him that. 
Think about that, ladies. What do you have to bring to the table? Are you just are you just standing there with your hand out what all you can get from this man and you don't have anything to give to him? All right, ladies, I think that's enough. I hope that you have found value today. And single ladies, be encouraged and be busy about the things of God while you wait. Enjoy your singleness and don't be vulnerable. Don't be vulnerable. You let don't let him suck you in with all the glam and oh he's a gentleman oh he opened the door for me oh he bought me this purse oh he smells so good oh he takes me out on dates oh he whined he dined me and the next thing you know you in the bed with him and he gone by his business and told other people oh she easy oh I slept with her I bought her a whopper I bought her a Big Mac I bought her a happy meal and she was just as happy as she wanted to be. All right, ladies, that's it. Join me each second and fourth Wednesday and please share this podcast with others. Other single ladies that you think that this will um, add value to and that this will help them. Invite people, married women. We'll be talking about finances. We'll be talking about getting your house in order, wheels and panel wheel and preparing for living as well as dying, um, children, all all those different things, um, past childhood hurt, all kind of things. And I plan on having guests on here eventually that i'll be interviewing that will be able to share some valuable points to us and as as i always say although um i'm the the marriage major hear me out and hear me good i am not a marriage expert i do not call myself an expert yes i've been married 43 years that's a long time i have learned a lot but guess what? I'm still learning, and I'm learning from some of you. So I don't consider myself the expert. I'm just passionate about marriage and want to do something to sow into other marriages and those that want to be married. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Women Majoring in Marriage podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to like, subscribe, leave a review or comment. You know, all that good stuff that helps other folks like you find the podcast. Please come back every month on the second and fourth Wednesday for new episodes. You can also find Janice on her website, www.janicevance.com, where you can order her book, Women Majoring in Marriage. And for more fun content, be sure to check out our Facebook group at Women Majoring in Their Marriage. Also, if you have any questions or would like to reach out, feel free to send us an email at themarriagemajor at gmail.com. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.